Welcome to the Fail Forward podcast. The purpose of this podcast is change the negative stigma around failure into a positive. Failure is only a negative if we do not learn from it and we give up. Welcome back to the Fail Forward podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the four pillars to a sustainable business. So I believe that you need to create these four pillars to create the foundations of a successful business. Now, there's all these horrible stats around that one in nine so nine in 10 businesses go under in the first three years or 88% of businesses fail in the first 10 years. And, you know, there's lots of different things that we could reel off about how small businesses generally don't survive and stand the test of time. Now, I've read lots of self-development books, and I'm sure there might be lots of um, coaches and mentors and business experts out there that might listen to this episode and say, no, you're wrong, or no, that's not right. There's 12 pillars, there's six pillars, there's eight pillars, there's 26 pillars. But I actually believe that sometimes that can overcomplicate things because when you're either A, starting out, or you're in the trenches, or business is really tough, that if you go in and say there's 26 pillars to a business that you need to do, that can be really overwhelming. And my point of the four pillars are that they're not the be in and all end of business. But if we can get these as the foundations, the building blocks to then build on the rest of the business. And there's other things in business like mindset, goals and other things that we need to master. But these are the more of the technical four pillars that I believe that if you put that into your business, then you're going to have a huge chance of standing the test of time and creating a sustainable business. And they're all real, touchable, simple things that you can do to put into your businesses. Now, the four businesses I have, I, I am implementing these four pillars. But that doesn't mean that so the tree surgery business, these are these four pillars are very much implemented and, and not perfect because I don't ever believe that if we were to mark them, they would be 100% because everything, as I always say, is nothing's perfect. There's always evolving. There's always new ways we can learn and do things. But they're probably in the tree surgery business. They're the most implemented in that business. Now, the other few businesses three businesses we've got we they are at very much in early stages so as as they're in early stages we just do a, a small amount on each one a small amount on each one and keep compounding and compounding and compounding and moving forward because you're not going to get the four pillars in place absolutely mastered from day one because if you remember from a previous episode if we were to try and get the four pillars in place from day one then we're going to procrastinate and we're not going to get to a point where we're actually failing forward and we're we're starting now and getting perfect later, that we're developing ourselves and we're actually going out and getting the work done. So there has to be the right balance of putting the pillars in and then what I say, GSD, get shit done, is you've got to have that mixture of get shit done and put the four pillars in place. But the important thing is, is to know these pillars and to be working towards them, to always be trying to do that. So I'll run through them quickly and then I'll do a little piece on each one. So number pillar, pillar number one, this is in order of what I think is important within the business. Number one is numbers, knowing your numbers. Number two is sales and marketing, getting your name and brand out there. Number three is culture. And culture is important because it's part of the team, it's the values, it's the vision of the business. And number four 
is systemization. And that's what glues the whole four pillars together is the systemization. So it's really important. And if you're a coach or an expert at, my, at, at this point in time and you're wanting to throw something at the camera or you're saying, no, you're wrong, then so be it. But I believe that four, these four pillars are what has helped me create success in my businesses. And again, as I've said from all the way this, through this podcast, I can only give you my experience, my learnings, or everything that I've developed through reading books, through going on courses and I've just taken what I think are the most four important and also going back to the what went wrong document these four things were the four things that I listed that I don't think were right in my business and that's what, why I think the business failed so it's my learning points and I believe putting these four in will give me the most chance of creating success in those four businesses so we're going to do a deep dive actually in the next episode on numbers and I'm going to do a deep dive in all four of these in a, in a whole episode on the podcast but just for start out in numbers you need to know your cash flow you need to know your profit and loss you need to know your balance sheet you need to know the um the frequency of your quotes and how many quotes are getting accepted the conversion rate um and they're four very basic things that you need to know. Just to give some context, when I first met Jeff, he came into the business and said, can I see your profit and loss? Can I see your balance sheet? And can I see your cash flow, flow forecaster? Well, my profit and loss and my balance sheet were in a filing cabinet that I'd never looked at that I got given by my accountant every so often. And then cash flow forecaster, I didn't even know what it was. So, which I look back now and think how... And you might be thinking, how did he get a business from 0 to 47 without knowing that stuff? How did, you, how did he create that huge business? I don't know is the answer to that. <laughs> but it was hard work and driving determination. But I didn't know those essential things. So if, if you're listening to this and thinking, I don't have those and I don't know them, your numbers, you should know them. You should know what your bottom line is. You should know that how much money you've got coming into the bank next week and for the next three months forecasting forward. There's things like budgets. There's lots of different things that you need to know. And that's just literally the tip of the surface. There's so much more that you can master with numbers to moving forward. And as I said, we'll do a deeper dive into that in the next episode um, about numbers. The next one is sales and marketing. So what we did for sales and marketing for a long time in the business is we would do I understand sales and marketing. I used to be a salesman. I used to sell cars. I used to sell I used to work for Barclays Bank. Uh, I used to do recruitment. Uh, I used to do door to door sales. Um, so I know the sales industry. I know about marketing. And what we did as a tree surgery business is, is we did six months of marketing and sales. And then suddenly we'd get busy. And Murphy, who was my, who's a very dear friend of mine, but also was my business development manager, he would do that for me for six months. We'd get busy and then I'd need him to help me deliver that work. And he would then suddenly go more from sales and marketing into managerial operational side of things. And then we'd do three months of work and then suddenly we'd run out of work. And because we were never keeping the sales and marketing pipeline going. 
And again, I'll do a deeper dive into this in another episode, but sales and marketing is everything. Actually, you're doing a disservice. If you believe in your service and your product, whatever it is that you are delivering and you're not selling and marketing it, then you're doing a disservice to the people that you're going to add value and you're going to help in their lives. So every business has to have it. And sales and marketing solves a lot of problems. You've got a cash flow problem, sell and market more. You've got a revenue problem, sell and market more. You know, it's what, if you can, if you've got issues within your business, if you can sell more, then you're going to create more income, which can help you solve more problems. So sales and marketing is everything. Now, culture is the next pillar. And that is my favorite pillar because I believe in doing everything right. I've got a phrase that I use, morally sound. We do everything in a morally sound way. And I believe that's how you can create a business with morals because you have a vision of what you want to create and where you want to be. Do you want to be the best in your field? Do you want to create a carbon neutral business? Do you want to be purpose led? How do you want to help? What is it you want to do? Where, what's your place? You have a mission statement of how you're going to do it. And then you have your values and your values are key because your values are how you how are things done around here? Like things like commitment, teamwork, kind, friendly, self-development, safe, fun, you know, conscious of mental health, whatever those values are, it's how you list those out and your people that come and work for you understand that that's what you need to be part of it. You need to buy into those values. Then also the people you work with. If you're using subcontractors and you're using VAs or you're using different people that don't directly work for you, but you understand that they understand the values. And that's how their tonality will come out when talking to your customers, when talking to other people within the business, how you communicate. So culture is huge because I believe that everybody should be respected for what they do and what part of the, the business they are. I believe in equality, whether you're the director of a business or whether you're the T-boy, equality is key. And everyone should be thanked and looked after for the, for the input they have within a team because every part of the team is needed. They, it, it should be symbiotic where everybody works together. And that's the importance of culture. I, I was treated terribly by some bosses in the past. And the reason why I wanted to start a business and do it well and be able to look after people is because I wanted people to be thanked. But I think the old school times have changed now where, oh, I pay him or her and that's my thanks. No, people are putting commitment and effort into your into your life and your business. They should be thanked for the time they have. They should be looked after. Their mental well-being should be looked after. Their whole well-being should be looked after. And people should be treated as an equal. So culture is huge. And what it actually does, and it was never intended, the creating a business with good culture means that without any customer service experience or training, your team will look after your clients. It will come out in everything you do and it will work and it will help you sleep well at night as well. And the fourth one, which is the most trickiest one for me to my, my brain to understand because I'm not a detailed person, is systemization, but it's key. Systemization is key because it's how you create that product that is the same every time, that service is the same every time. It's why mcdonald's is the most systemized business it's why you go and go to any country and you have two gherkins in your cheeseburger you have the same amount of tomato spread people tend to buy for stuff that they know and they trust that's why a mcdonald's is so busy people go oh, it's crap food but people know the service they're going to get because it's heavily systemized there's a there's a working manual that someone can come and pick up and they know that 
certain amount of time for the chips to go in, certain amount of time for the burgers to be cooked. And that's what links the whole business together. So they're my four pillars that I believe that if you can work on all four of these, you're going to, if you're in a place where you're just starting out, it works to start implementing these. If you're in a place where you're in chaos and your business is consuming you and it's just another job that you're doing 90 hours a week and if you can start implementing these, you're going to buy yourself more time. Or if you're in a, in, in a business that is 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 been trading a long time but isn't going like the way you want it to then imp start implementing these four pillars or if you're already implementing them reassess them see what you can improve try and mark it out of 10 i'm five out of 10 or six out of 10 or one out of 10 and then try and improve on those areas so just to reiterate those four pillars number one is numbers number two is sales and marketing Number three is culture. Number four is systemization. So I hope that's helped everybody. If you like what you, you've heard today, please like and subscribe to the channel on whatever channel it is that you're listening on. And please remember, failure is only a negative if you do not learn from it and you give up. Fail forward, go out there and create the success and the goals that you want to create in life. So the next episode, we're going to be doing a deep dive into numbers and we're going to be talking about the importance of numbers and what I would be measuring within the business. So thanks all for listening. See you soon. <laughs>